Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Care Team Podcast. It is June 3rd, 2021. Um, this is episode 38, and our podcast is based off of Romans 12.2, um, Change the Way You Think, Change Your Life. Um, our topic today is over a new support group we're going to be having called Reboot. Um, this support group is for veterans and active military who are healing from service-related trauma. And we just want to thank our very own Tommy for um, serving our country. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Woo! I've been out for a few years, but I appreciate it. So thank you so much. Um, but yeah, as we dive in today, uh, as, as always, we like to have some type of a soft start to kind of ease into our topic. We know our topics can be a little heavy. So uh, as we were prepping for today, we're, you know, we know summer is upon us. So, so I challenge a team with a question, and that is, what is an epic summer fail you had? <laughs> so I'll let uh, ladies go first. Yeah. Um, mine's very simple, but it's very accurate. Um, just wear sunscreen and wear a lot of sunscreen in the summer because one time I went kayaking in Key West and I didn't wear sunscreen on my legs and um, I got so sunburned my grandma thought I had sun poisoning in my oh wow yeah it was really bad so please just wear a lot of sunscreen when you're out in the sun for a, a long time it's a good yeah. reminder it's a good reminder Tommy yeah so for me um, I'm gonna try to boil this down to 30 seconds or less so when I was growing <laughs> up I was like nine years old uh, we would always go to like the fireworks place they would we'd buy fireworks we put in a big bag and then light fireworks off that night well it was one night uh, like i think i think it was eight or nine maybe ten it was dark out couldn't see anything and so there's just people everywhere stuff everywhere and i light one of those like shower fireworks oh, so there's no. just like sparks going everywhere <laughs> well one of the kids that i was hanging out <laughs> with his bag was right next to it. oh yeah yeah and so it lit his entire bag on, yeah and so they were just like we people were ducking and diving <laughs> and i was i remember hiding behind somebody i don't think it was my dad but somebody i just saw like bottle rockets going past my face and yeah it was it's too bad cell phones weren't around that would have been that would have been viral it was man a nice, that was, that yeah was my good. dad was inside he's like man somebody has a heck of a show going on out there. i uh mine's not near as fun and it and it maybe shows how i learned lessons which is not quickly um so we lived on a lake and we were on a hill uh, by this cove and so I was walking down one day and we had a lot of dandelions in our yard mm. and therefore a lot of bees and I stepped right on a bee and I was stung in my foot mm. which hurt really bad and so I went in and my mom doctored it up and everything and then later in the day I did it again Oh, no. oh, wow. And I think it was the same foot. So oh, I got wow. stung twice in the same day in the same way. So if you're going to walk around in the summer, flip-flops. Yeah. And uh, walk to yes. the water in flip-flops. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, as we dive in today, you know, we're, we're coming off of uh, Memorial Day. And so, you know, we, we want to you know, give a special thanks to those who paid the ultimate price in combat. And I love that saying out there that many gave some, but some gave all. And so just remembering that some people gave the ultimate sacrifice. And we're talking about millions of Americans. I mean, even going back to the Civil War, where we had uh, 600 plus thousand uh, casualties. We had, you know, just under half a million in World War II, another 100 plus thousand in World War I, 58,000 in uh, uh, Vietnam, another 36,000 in Korea. And, and, the, and the current number for the war on terror is just climbing. Uh, and so we just, we don't want to forget about those servicemen and women who, uh, who gave it their all uh, so that we may be free. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I want to say anybody who's listening out there and your family has sacrificed uh, a loved one to the cause of freedom. You know, Tommy and, and I and Callie were talking prior that the numbers are trending down overall, 
but one loss of life is too much. Yep. And, uh, and we don't want to forget that we can, can sometimes get caught up in statistics and large numbers and forget that each person is a dad, brother, you know, mother, sister, aunt, uncle is a family member that affects a family for generations and generations. Um, and so literally when Tommy said sacrificing all, uh, absolutely. But it's not just the individual sacrificing, it's it's the family. And uh, I, I was looking up some scripture prior to, and I love uh, John fifteen thirteen that talks about, uh, in regards to giving all, that there's no greater love, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And, um, you know, m- most of the most of us don't have, we don't know thousands of people, right? We know a few people. And so here are men and women laying their lives down uh, for people that they, they don't even necessarily call friend. They just, they, they share uh, a brotherhood of, of man with them and they're willing to uh, sacrifice themselves for our freedom. And we don't take that lightly. Yeah. Yep. Well, and we think about, you know, uh, veterans and, you know, uh, I'm not sure, you know, of, of who's listening, what their thought of is of a, of a veteran, but, you know, we look at the age of veterans, you know, the, the median age of a veteran, uh, in 2018 was 65. Mm. Uh, uh, whereas post nine 11, uh, the, the, the veterans, uh, uh, now is about 37. And so, you know, just looking at like the, the median age is, is changing because we have more and more veterans, more and more combat veterans. Um, you know, we, we see a decline in number of veterans as well. Uh, we, we've seen a decline from uh, 26.4 million uh, at one point down to now around 18 million as of 2018. Okay. And I, and I found 19 million, so we know it's somewhere. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give or yeah, take a yeah. million. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there, so, but there's still a lot of them. That, that means there's a lot of, there's a lot of combat veterans out there, uh, you know, who, uh, and, and we, we want to say that you are seen you are loved. Uh, we are thankful for for what you for what you have done, and uh, and we just want to say if there's any way we can, we want to help. We just want to reach out and say. Yeah, and and I think as we see, um, the number of veterans uh, diminishing in our country, we also see the level of respect for our veterans diminishing as well. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage you if you're listening, it's great to tell a veteran that you appreciate their service, but. Are you opening the door for them? Are you showing them respect? You know, how are you you walking out that gratitude? Yeah. And and I and I hope that we are. I hope that we uh, are taking care of our veterans as our neighbors, checking in on them. Um, just small ways to care and to love uh, our veterans. Yep. Well, and and with 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 all of that um, combat and with all the trauma that that's seen and with all the stress and anxiety and and. And everything that comes along with combat, uh, you know, we, we, we know that that can create stressors coming back home. Like uh, e- even just reintegrating back back into your home, you know, can, can be hard uh, if you have a family or, or coming back to, to friends, you know, if, if you're not married. Uh, just, just having those conversations. And, you know, I, I remember one of the toughest things for me coming back was uh, I was riding in a car with Jill and the kids and they're like, hey, we're going to go to mom's house. And I'm like, that's our house, you know? And so just, you know, just, mm-hmm. and just realizing that like my boys have grown, they're talking more, they're, they're, they're used to saying, let's go to mom's house. And, and I, I didn't even really feel like a part of the family mm-hmm. at that point. And, and that's just my story. I mean, I, I know that some people have other stories, tougher stories, uh, you know, not so tough stories, but just to understand that like when people come back, you know, that it's, it's been traditionally, it's about a year. Uh, and so, you know, your family has changed, the environment at home has changed. Uh, you have, you have changed. And so, just, just understanding that, that it takes time just to 
to to reintegrate to to transition back to becoming a civilian which i i will say i i know that that's a scary thought i remember having a conversation with a buddy of mine a few years ago before i got out i'm like man i don't know how to be a civilian again i don't know what i'm gonna do and so it's just even thinking about that uh can be tough so but uh one thing we want to do is again we want to say that, that you are seen you are loved and that there are, are many many things uh out there to help serve you and your family to let you know that you're loved and to help you uh navigate through that um but before we get to the solution i want to talk about some of the problems and, and one of the, the common problems we see are are a wide variety of of, uh, of challenges you know whether that be uh, anxiety or stress or addiction or suicide you know, one of the stats I was, I was getting ready for this was, on average, it's about 17.6 suicides per day um, of wow. veterans who take their lives. Wow. And so just to understand that, like, th- there are so many resources out there. Like, uh, you know, you look at the, you know, whether you call it the Veteran Crisis Line or the, the, the National Suicide Hotline, it's actually the same number. It's 800-273-8255. You can call. You can chat. You can text. If you, if you have trouble Tommy, hearing, say that one more time yeah. slower for the yeah. folks. 800-273-8255. Thanks. And so you can actually call, you can chat, you can text. Um, uh, there's also uh, programs if, if you're either deaf or you're hard of hearing that, that help you navigate through that. That's I mean, they, they are really, uh, and, and that's for, and w- another cool thing too is that it's confidential. It's 24-7. There's always somebody there. It's for all veterans. Doesn't matter your service. Doesn't matter if you're active reserve, National Guard, uh, and actually your friends and family can actually call that line as well. I want to talk to. I know Tommy's got some some other things to say about suicide. And while I'm not a veteran, um, I've helped a lot of people whether they're transitioning from uh, the drug addicted life back into a normal life, or from prison into normal life. Or um, what happens a lot of times is you're overwhelmed. I know, and it feels like there's a no-win situation. And we, we, we say this, and we don't say this flippantly, that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yep. And so I really encourage those of you listening who might be struggling with thoughts of suicide, thoughts of hurting yourself, the best thing you can do is the last thing you want to do, and that is share that with somebody, a close friend, a family member, um, and, and don't be alone until you get that addressed. Yep. Don't 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 isolate yourself. Don't be alone. Don't assume the thoughts will go away. Certainly don't try to think the thoughts away. That only strengthens a thought. Um, pray, talk with a friend, call a local pastor, a helpline, a hotline, but whatever you do, don't isolate, don't be alone. And remember that even if it's hard to see, this too shall pass. Yep. You will mm-hmm. not always feel this way. Life will not always look bleak. Um, that's the thing. Life is always changing. So if you're in a low place now, you won't be forever. Yeah. Well, and you know, one thing I I remember going to so many classes about, you know, suicide, you know, when I was in the army and, and to my brothers and sisters in arms, I'm just trying to keep it real. I I know that like that, you know, a lot of folks, when we handed out that ACE card for those of you guys and gals, you know, I'm talking about, you know, act, care, escort, you know, when it talks about suicide, it's serious and that stuff can, can help. You know, like I, I remember them handing, if you don't know what an ACE card is, it's just a card they would hand out. And on one side, it talked about suicide prevention. On, other t- on the other side, I gave you a bunch of resources and tips and things like that. It's a really great tool. You can download it off the internet. You can save a copy, put it in your wallet, take a picture, put it on your on your phone. But, you know, just just like what Tom said, you know, don't be alone. And, and actually, that, that that's 
many of what the steps here are is just the last step is escort your buddy. So escort him or her to care, help them get to care. Make sure you have, you know, a warm handoff with somebody else. There's actually physically somebody there and even reassuring your, 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 the person you're taking, like, okay, this person's safe that, you know, it's okay. And, and handing that person off and helping them get there. You know, if you're a loved one of a veteran and you're concerned and they have, uh, said they've thought about hurting themselves or they've had thoughts of suicide, um, you got to take it serious. You may think you know them. You may think they would never follow through with it. They're not like that, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, just assume it's real. Just yeah. assume it's serious. Uh, better to be safe than sorry, especially in the situation when we're talking about suicide. Yeah. Yep. Oh, absolutely. And, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to any of the details, but I can tell you that, that there have been times in my life where, uh, I've seen some significant spikes. I mean, there was one installation where the installation shut down because we had so many suicides uh, within our unit, and uh, and you know just taking it serious and and you know praise God, many of those many of those uh, those soldiers uh, were able to get to help and and not uh, not actually uh, proceed with their plans. But unfortunately, uh, you know that wasn't the story for everybody. And so I, I was going to throw some more stats out there. Um, because I specifically wanted to know how many folks are dealing with uh, PTSD, mental illness, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it said of, of the 19 million veterans, about 6 million are struggling with um, th- these issues. And only about 3 million, about half, will actually seek out help. Yeah. And so I, if, if nothing else comes of this, I want you to hear two things. We love you and appreciate you, and we want to help. And and I hope I hope you know that getting help is a sign of strength, not of weakness, Mm -hmm. that God created us as human beings to be interdependent, that there are going to be times in our lives, whether it's for this issue or another, I'm going to need somebody. I'm going to need help and I'm going to need support. And I can tell you right now, I've already had multiple times in my life, not just one where I've needed to be interdependent on people. And that's just it. You're going to, you're going to be stronger on the other side of this and be able to help countless other people through your testimony through your experience and your strength, not only your time at war, but your time healing from your time at war. And uh, so just, again, kind of to reiterate what I said before, this too shall pass, but you you might need some help to get through this time. Well, and the other thing, too, is, you know, to the the, the veterans who are listening, like, I know what it's like to sit there and have them ask you questions that have nothing to do with what's going on, and then for them to tell you that, okay, I guess you're all right. And you're not. I, I, I know what it's like to be like, hey, uh, I, I need to talk to somebody about this because I don't know if this is normal or not. And come to find out that it was completely what many other people are struggling with. So I know what it feels like to, to wake up in the middle of the night and think somebody's breaking your house. I know what it's like to, to take 15 minutes to lock your house and you only have a couple doors, but you go back and you relock them and you lock them again and you lock them. You know. And so I, I know that feeling. I know that feeling of not being able to trust people. I know that feeling of you know, hiring the cable guy to come over here and plug in your cable and wondering if he's like going to, you know, wiring up an IED in your house. I mean, it's just, I, I can tell you that there are people out there who, who know your struggles and, you know, maybe they can't speak to it, you know, uh, every single struggle you have, but I can tell you that I, there are many people out there who have the same, same struggles and they have the same thoughts and they have the same feelings. And so it's important to, to, to surround yourself with a group of folks who, who know, uh, where you've been, and so, and as we talked about solutions here in a moment, I, I just want to, I just want to reiterate that that there are so many people out there, just like what Tom said, 
you know, there's millions of people who aren't even acknowledging the, the, the fact that they're, that they're struggling with post-traumatic stress. I know you've got a great program you're going to introduce here in a minute. I, I just want to say thank you, Tommy, for mm-hmm. being vulnerable and, and just making, just making it relatable. Just, you know, too many times we, we talk amongst our team and, and the care team that we can't over communicate, that we can't be overly transparent. This stuff feels like the kind of stuff you got to hide. This stuff feels like yeah. the kind of stuff you don't want to share with anybody. And typically those are the things we most need to share. And so Tommy's going to talk to you about a program where the heads are going to nod because the people are going to understand exactly where you're coming from. Cause maybe you could, you would share with me and I'm not a veteran. So I, I could empathize. I could, you know, I could go, well, you know, I, I've been in a hurtful place, but I wouldn't know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But when you're talking to Tommy and Tommy's been there, his head's going to nod. He's going to, he's going to be able to speak to it. He's going to be able to finish your sentence because he's going to know from a personal standpoint where you've been. So Tommy, talk about I'm probably the main thing we really wanted to yeah. introduce today. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we definitely want to talk about, um, reboot and, and I, I want to talk about some other things too, but reboot is a, is a, is a new support group that we're starting. Um, it's, they, they've got three different tracks. And so, uh, the first track is combat recovery. The other one is for first responders. And the last one is for trauma. Uh, we're, we're beginning this fall, uh, with the combat recovery track. Now I, I would love to bring all three of them on and, and, you know, uh, uh, by the grace of God, we'll be able to do that as soon as possible. You know, maybe this fall, maybe in the spring. But uh, we're going to start with the combat recovery track this fall. And so um, I want to talk just briefly about what Reboot is. And so uh, Reboot, it's a, it's a 12-week um, faith-based, so Christ-centered course. Uh, it's peer-led, so the people who are leading it are peers. Uh, and, uh, and it's focused towards uh, veterans and active-duty combat vets. So people who've been to combat, people who've been to theater, people who've been in, uh, you know, on campaigns. So uh, I know that those words mean things, and so I, I just want to make sure I use words that have meaning. Uh, but it's also for families to help them heal from from trauma as well. Because, again, I don't know what it's like um, to, you know, to be in my wife's shoes, but I can tell you that my wife knows exactly what it's like to know that she gets a phone call from me every Sunday on deployment, and then she doesn't hear from me in two weeks. And now she's wondering, are there going to be two guys in a uniform or three guys in a uniform pulling up to the house saying, hey, Miss Emery, we need to talk? You know, so she knows that. And so, like, when, when you come to these classes, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have the same people who are going uh, to know these stressors, you know. And on the flip side, too, is training for something like that. Like, like, n- like not even actually giving, somebody the, giving a family the news, but training and wrapping your, ma- your, your, your mind around it and being put on a roster and say, hey, this weekend, if something happens, you're the guy who's going to go tell that family. Mm. And you're like, and so just trying to wrap your head around, how do I even tell this family that, uh, uh, that, that their loved one's not coming home? So, I mean, just there's so much that, that, that just goes into that. Uh, you know, when we, when we think about transitioning, uh, you know, our uh, reacclimating to civilian life and becoming a civilian again. And, and this class is a great place to land. You know, you are welcome. Uh, oh, here's the other thing too. It's no charge. We, we've, uh, to be part of the program, to offer the services here, we cannot charge anything to veterans. So if you're a veteran, we, we physically can't charge you. Otherwise they'll drop us. So like there is no fee associated. So please just come show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do recommend 
that uh, you come within the first three weeks of that cycle, because other than that, we'd have to, uh, according to their policy, we, we have to put you back to the next cycle. Uh, but uh, we recommend that you show up within the first three weeks so we can get you in the class. Um, at, reboot, at Reboot courses, they're seeing a lot of things happen, a lot of good, positive things happen across the country at all their different locations. Um, things like military families are coming back together. They're reconciling. They're, they're working through uh, these challenges. Um, and some of them are easy and some of them are, are not as easy. Uh, divorce rates are dropping. You know, to my fellow veterans, you know that divorce is huge in the Army and, it, and, and things like deployments don't help anything when it comes to that. So divorce rates are dropping, praise God. Uh, medication abuse is, is decreasing. I mean, and I'm not talking about like the, the Ranger Candy 800 milligram Motrin. I'm talking about like medication abuse, like serious, serious drug abuse is, is decreasing and suicide numbers are falling. Praise God. So I just want to let you know that, that you can, you can find that type of healing here and we are here to help you with that. Tommy, could you talk a little bit about leadership in this group? Because if I'm a veteran, I'm sitting out there and I'm going, is this going to be a guy in a lab coat talking to me? You know, is this going to be a pastor that means well, but doesn't know who, what kind of folks are leading? Yeah, for these sure. Groups? Oh, the, the, these are veterans. And so, uh, you know, we're, right now we're, we're working through the, the leadership piece and uh, getting everybody trained up and making sure that we're, they're, they're able and uh, equipped to to, to navigate through these classes with you. But the two people uh, that we have identified as leaders, uh, they are both veterans. And so, and so they have a heart and they have a passion and uh, to, to serving other veterans. And they will both tell you up front that they are not perfect. Uh, you're not going to, you're not going to find somebody who, who has it all together. They're, they're, they're people just like you and I and everybody in this room and everybody outside this room who's trying to figure out, you know, this complicated thing uh, called life. And, and, you know, in our particular boat is how do you, how do you, go from being a, a combat, you know, soldier, Marine, uh, airman, sailor to now transitioning back to civilian life. And so they're going to be able to speak that language and, uh, and talk to you, uh, talk with you, journey with you, uh, in a, in a way that, uh, someone who hasn't done that can't do that. So, great. Thank um, you. but yeah, so it's a really great program. We're really excited to, to, to kick that off. You know, a couple other things too, when we think about solutions, you know, for folks who are returning to civilian life, you know, if you're listening to this you're, and you're thinking about getting out of the Army, whether you're Reserve, National Guard, uh, active, you know, keep all of your records, make copies, make backups. And here's the other thing, too, what Tom was talking about, be honest with your physicians, be honest with your Army docs, be honest with your VA docs, be honest with your civilian docs. Make sure you tell them what's going on, because if they you don't tell them, they don't know. And so, uh, you know, another uh, uh option you have too as well is, is there's a great, really great website for veterans called health.mil. And so, uh, we're not going to go down their entire website, but just a few things they talk about is, is your fitness. And, and I'm not talking about PT guys and gals. I'm talking about, you know, fitness overall, but spiritual nutrition, environment, physical, psycho, psychological, and just understanding that there's adjustments that, that come with deployment, just like we talked about before. There's anger, there's PTSD, anxiety, sleep, stress. Maybe some people are sexually traumatized, you know, on deployments. That does happen, you know, uh, suicide prevention. There's also my health vet where I was literally on there today or no yesterday, uh, refilling my prescription on Memorial day, <laughs> get my, get my heart, my heartburn meds, uh, you know, and, uh, and having them mailed to me, but you can go there and you, you can, you know, make appointments. You can get to a pharmacy. If, if, if you're, you know, if, 
if you're struggling with something medically uh, and, and it happened during the army and you have all your documentation, then they, they will literally cover your meds. It's no charge. Like I've, I've talked to veterans who are like, I'm not going to the VA. And it's like, why not? Meds are expensive. Doctor appointments are expensive. And yeah, you know, so there's some local resources, things you've heard us talk about on here before. Big one, of course, is our care night or celebrate recovery. Tommy mentioned earlier a high incidence of um, not only mental health with anxiety and depression, but often accompanying that is substance abuse. And sometimes substance abuse turns into substance addiction. And we just want you to know that there is a Christ-centered program here to help address that. We were talking about this earlier as well. If you're wondering to yourself, do I have a problem, nine times out of ten you have a problem. Because people who don't have a problem don't sit around and wonder if they have a problem. So if your family has said to you, hey, your drinking's out of control or you're abusing your oxycodone or whatever it is, and you've thought to yourself, man, I, I wonder if I am struggling with this. You probably are, and we want to mm -hmm. be there for you. Um, uh, if you're in our area, uh, that's 630 every Monday evening in our West Auditorium. We'd love to greet you there, pray with you, get you connected to folks. Um, if you're not in our area, Celebrate Recovery is a nationwide, and for that matter, in most countries anymore around the world, you can find a Celebrate Recovery anywhere. Just get online, search Celebrate Recovery, put your zip code in, and you can find meetings in your area. Yeah. Well, and no, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I came across a few things here. It says, uh, uh, you know, one out of every three veterans seeking treatment for substance abuse or abuse in general uh, also has PTSD. You know, one in ten returning veterans, uh, you know, when they when they're seen at the VA, uh, report that they have trouble with alcohol or drugs, and so just understanding that like that there's a there's a huge correlation there between deployments and and service and and addiction, and, and we we just want to say, look, we, we we know that these are the stats. We we but uh, uh, that's okay. It, it, you know, th it, we always say in care ministry, it's okay to not be okay, and we just want to say this is a place where you can come to get healing, and we want to journey with you. But, uh, but as we get ready to wrap up, uh, we're always reminded that, uh, that prayer is uh, one of the primary ways that we want to care for you. You know, we want to listen. We want to encourage. We want to pray. We want to journey with you. And so as we get ready to pray it out, uh, Callie has, uh, has, has told us she, she wants to pray us out today. And so I just want to turn it over to her uh, as we get ready to wrap up. Um, dear God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for the opportunity to just be able to talk about such a heavy topic, Lord. Um, thank you for the people listening, especially the veterans that um, maybe they just have been walking around knowing that they need healing from the traumatic experiences that they've encountered God, maybe feeling like they're alone and that they want to isolate and they want to just bury those hurts because it's easier to do that than to face it, God. But um, you care about our hearts and you care about what we're dealing with, what we're facing. And so I just pray that anyone whose heart during this podcast was just prompted to join this group that they um, they just come, God, and they come expecting and wanting healing and wanting fellowship. I'm just learning to navigate um, this topic. And I just want to thank everybody who's just listening and everyone that has served our country, God, just being so thankful that I'm never going to understand what you've had to sacrifice. But thank you so much for your willingness to do so and the strength to do so. Um, God, thank you for loving us so well. Thank you for um, giving us opportunities to talk about such heavy things because you want to heal us completely. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks again for joining us. You know, whether you're a veteran or a gold star family who's lost someone uh, or a friend of a uh, who's lost someone or a family member, 
Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we absolutely um, love you guys. But uh, uh, don't forget to join us every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. to catch this episode or others. You can also catch us on Facebook, Amazon, YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And you can always go to mynorshow.com slash care for additional resources. Love you guys, and we'll catch you next week.